Grab the crayons and pull out the coloring books. It's time for audio cartoons on the Saturday Story Circle, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Dakota Ring Theatre presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious champion of law and order, continues his fight for freedom and his country deep behind enemy lines. Stripped of his mask, his past, and even his identity, his battle against the forces of darkness and oppression is aided by a valiant band of his most trusted agents. Together, they take the battle to those who would be conquerors, that all who oppress or enslave free people might face the justice of... The Red Panda! This episode, Murder from the Skies! Captain, I think I'm getting something on the radio. What is it, Mac? Can't tell. It's in German, but it sounds official. Of course it's in German. We're stuck in beautiful downtown Berlin, and we don't need a radio. We need to get the heck out of Germany. Then go buy a train ticket, Ace. It's taken me three days to piece this set back together, and if we can pick up an army or police frequency, it might just help. If any of us spoke German. Maybe if the Red... I mean, the Lieutenant. Leave him alone. This is the first time he's slept in three days. Andy, we've been holed up like rats anywhere we can for six weeks now. The Nazis must already have most of the escaped supervillains in custody. We need any break we can get if we're going to make it out of the city. All right. See what he says. See what who says. Jeez! Where did you come from? I thought I told you to sleep. I just stepped out to pick up a few things. Hey, Grub! Eddie's on watch. How did you get past him? Who are you talking to, Mac? Ace, take some food to Corporal Minsk and tell him what I think of him as a lookout. You may as well wake up Tank and Joe, too. Yes, sir. Lieutenant, you can't keep wandering off on your own. One man doesn't seem to attract much attention. You could be shot for stealing food. Yes, sir. Seem to beat starving, though. You could have been followed. I wasn't. You're not making this easy, you know. I know. Here, I got some apples, too. Apples? Sorry, Andy. You're a lousy soldier, Fenwick. You know that? Yes, sir. But I'm a really excellent shoplifter. Lieutenant? Listen to this. You got the radio working, Mac? Yeah. Listen. It's in German. Right. I don't speak German. At least not well enough to follow that. But you understand it. When we're with you, we all hear it as English. If a human is speaking, yes. But radios, loudspeakers, records, it doesn't work that way. Why not? How should I know? You think it would have been easier for them to teach me German than give me freakish mind powers? Easier for who? Whoever trained me. I must have been some kind of spy. He still doesn't buy it? The masked hero stories? No, Mac, he still doesn't buy it. It's getting colder, Captain. If we're ever going to get out of Berlin, it has to be soon. He's right, sir. We have civilian clothes and some supplies anyway. I've been studying the maps. If we can steal a truck... And what happens when we hit the first checkpoint? We have no identification, no weapons. We've made three tries already, and been damned lucky to get away each time. Mac is right. Most of the villains we broke out of those Nazi pits have either made their break or been taken down. 
We don't have the luxury of distraction anymore. If we keep attracting attention to ourselves, we won't last long. Well, something's got to give, sir. And soon. Captain! Captain Parker! For Pete's sake, keep it down a little, would you, Eddie? Sorry, sir. It's, it's just... Just what? What is so all-fired important that shouting at the top of your lungs in English seems like a really good idea? He is, sir. Who? I think he means me, actually. Who in blazes are you? Ace, where did you get that gun? I gave it to him. I can bring some more, but only if you boys stop pointing them at me. He came walking right up, Andy. Bold as brass. So you were followed. Who was? He was. I wasn't. No, he wasn't. Sorry. Your friend in the resistance cell gave you up. Krieger? Why would he do that? He thought I was the SS officer he reports to. It's one of my party tricks. Oh, don't worry. I took care of him for you. But there's a pretty good chance Uncle Adolf knows where your clubhouse is. We're gonna have to move. Let's back up a few steps, shall we? Ace, take the gun and watch the approach. I think we can handle things in here. One moment, Captain. Perhaps our guest could remove the hidden pistol on his left shoulder and the one in his boot and put them on the table. <laughs> All right. Don't get your knickers in a twist. There. He's very good. You don't know the half of it, pal. That's enough, Ace. Get Tank and Joe, and get down there. Right, Cap. So, should we get better acquainted, stranger? That accent says you're not from around here. It does, doesn't it? My name's McSweeney, Brian McSweeney. I'm an Australian secret agent. And before you ask me to prove it, who would pretend to be that who was not? I mean, it's about as terrible a cover story as being a ragtag group of Canadian commandos stuck behind enemy lines. You think you know a lot, friend? I know what Allied Command tells me. They tell me that somebody tipped over a hornet's nest in downtown Berlin six, maybe seven weeks ago, set loose a whole herd of supervillains from their cages, and opened a door for me in the process. I'm glad we could help. Oh, you helped. Just not enough. And now you'll help some more. My team tried to use the confusion you caused to slip into Berlin unnoticed. If I tell you that I'm the last one left alive, will that give you an idea of how that went? They mopped things up a little quicker than we expected, too. I don't think there's anybody on the outside that understands just how powerful they really are. You boys gave them a rap on the knuckles. How would you like to give them a good kick in the teeth to go with it? That's not my mission. Oh, no? What is? You boys still trying to turn the Dieppe raid into a win? Bring back whatever you managed to learn about the Black Towers? Don't look so shocked. I told you, I know what Allied Command tells me. Black Towers? But you didn't know, did you, Sunshine? You joined the band along the way? The big brains reckon you boys are what's left of the team led by a Captain Andrew Parker. Said if I needed support, I should attempt to locate Parker's Rangers. Parker's Rangers? That has kind of a nice ring. Quiet, Mac. Captain Parker hasn't decided if he trusts me yet. Running out of time, mate. This mission I'm on, it's bigger than big. It happens now, or maybe it never happens at all. And in that case, your black towers will be all over the English coast by summer. No joke. I can't do it alone. And if any of us live, I'll do what I can to get you out of Germany. Scout's honor. Andy? Clock's ticking, Parker. Lieutenant? He isn't lying, sir. Can't say more than that. Fair enough. Get the gear together and get ready to move out. Sir. <laughs>
Hey, mate, you care to explain that little display to the new boy? McSweeney, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Everything looks okay, Captain. It's clear over here, too. Try and keep your voices down a little, would you? I hate to disturb the neighbors, especially since they'll shoot us dead. All right, McSweeney. What's the plan? Wait a sec. Where's the big fella? The lieutenant? He'll be along. He'll be along? This is a secret mission. We're in the middle of Berlin, and he just goes on walkabout? The lieutenant uh, has a way about him. This is what you tell me. You're all mad. Did I miss anything? Where did you come from? How did you get in here? Well, if you didn't notice, I'm certainly not going to tell you. I smell bread. I spotted a bakery down the street. It's still warm. Bread? Darn it, Lieutenant. This is quite a show you're running, Parker. Your boy's going to get us all killed for a loaf of rye. Three loaves. And if that's your attitude, you can't have any. We're all here now, McSweeney. Why don't you tell us what we're in for? Fine. You boys have spent the last two months on a crawling tour of local rat holes. I bet you can't tell me what fine local tourist attraction is just a few blocks away. Templehof Airport. You got here in a crate in the back of a truck. How do you even know where you are? I have no idea. Are you sure you don't want some of this bread? Templehof isn't a military facility, McSweeney. And it's in the middle of the city. It took us six weeks to crawl out to the city limits, and you've brought us all the way back here? In reverse order? Yes, I did. Yes, it is. And in Nazi Germany. Everything is a military facility. This is crazy. At ease, Mac. All right, Mr. McSweeney, astonish me. Yeah. These are the most recent pictures I could get my hands on, but a few of them are more than a year old. There's the terminal, more than a kilometer long. There are the hangars. This is a map of the surface layout. A civilian airport? This is our target? Not exactly. Our target is the tunnels beneath Tempelhof. Tunnels? It's a pretty clever arrangement, if you like that sort of thing. Tunnels coming in from every direction. Airplane components trucked in from all over the city. We've got no idea how long they've been knocking out fighters under there, or even exactly how they manage it. The Nazis must have enough aircraft plants that one more or less won't make much of a difference. That they do. But only one that makes them quite like this. See, the one thing that no one could figure isn't where all the planes kept coming from, but where did they keep getting the pilots? Full marks to the Luftwaffe and all, but they just keep coming, and it ain't quite right. I don't follow. Me either. The planes are flying themselves, aren't they? Tell me something, Bruce. When you were saying that, did the word sound stupid to you too? Indescribably. But I'm right, aren't I? The planes are, in fact... Flying themselves. And flying like the devil himself. And this is where they come from. Here and only here. Robot planes? Wouldn't be the strangest thing we've ever seen. You boys are taking this pretty well. I like you. Give me some of that bread. All right. So the Nazis have a hidden factory underground, and somehow they're churning out robot planes. So what's the plan? Isn't it obvious, mate? We send them back to hell. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Are we good? Joe's in the guardhouse. He was the only one that fit the uniform. Eddie's hidden at his feet and Tank is in the shadows. They aren't going to win any beauty contests, but as long as this rain keeps up, they might be all right. They'll be fine. Patrols are light. It ain't a military target, remember? 
Besides, we're in the belly of the beast. They ain't expecting social calls. Are you sure of any of this? This operation was planned pretty tight before it went south, Captain. But most of these plans got tossed when my team got slaughtered. What does that mean? Means if things had gone as planned, I'd have been the one left in the guardhouse. From here on out, I'm making this up as I go along. Swell. It ain't as bad as all that. The tunnels are this way. Once we're past the first level, no one knows for sure what we'll find. Just that somehow, they're building something impossible, and we've got to find it, stop it, or steal it. Or all of the above? I like you, boys. You think big. Wait. Where is he? Who? Who do you think? Mac? Ace? The Red Panda? We thought he was with you. The Red Panda? Darn it, Ace. What have I told you about that? Sorry, Andy. Captain, over there. Lieutenant, where in blazes? There was a machine gun nest. Up there. I took care of it. Up where? Up there. Looking more or less directly down on your position. How in screaming blue heck did you get all the way up there? I'd rather not say. Let's go. He's right. Come on. Head for that truck. We can get a better look. Right. Hey, mate. What you said. You called your lieutenant a name. Did I? The Red Panda. The do-gooder from Toronto with the mask and the psycho Sheila. Did I say that? Well, what if I did? I like you, boys. You're crazier than I am. I can hear voices from inside. I can't make out what they're saying. Whatever language it is, it probably isn't English, Sparky. Oh, that. We should tell him. Tell him what? If we don't tell him, Captain, he might get us all killed. Tell him what? When we get in there, McSweeney, you might be surprised to find that everyone is speaking English. And whatever you say, they will hear in German. It's strange at first, but very useful. You're mad. How do you think we've survived this long in the middle of Nazi Germany? And this fairy story is true because... Because you're with me. And don't ask me to explain it either, because I can't. I don't remember much of anything before waking up in a gulag. Sounds socially awkward. You have no idea. You boys aren't funning me. This is for real. Because if it's a prank, it won't be funny for long. It's no joke. All right, then. I think we have our way in. We're going to walk right past them. Oh, good. At least there's a plan. Get serious, would you, McSweeney? Just because they can understand you doesn't mean they'll let you walk right in the front door. Me? No. Professor Friedrich von Schlitz, yes. Watch. His face! He's melting! Incredible! Von Schlitz! You look just like him. It's uncanny. Very impressive. They don't call you the man of a thousand faces for nothing. And just how do you know they call me that? You must have told me. I really didn't. And your eye patch is on the wrong side. Who are you? I have no idea. Fix your face. Done. I can do the face. And the big guy here can handle the translation. I've never heard Von Schlitz's voice, so it'd be nice if I didn't have to carry the conversation. None of us are in uniform. The Directorate of Secret Scientific Research and Execution are a slimy secret lot. Wouldn't be unheard of to slink around in civvies. Though I wouldn't mind if two of you boys didn't look quite so awful. Lieutenant, slick your hair back and butt your coat up to the top. Mac, trade jackets with me. Yeah, that'll work. It will if they're afraid to look directly at us. Got a plan for that too, have we? Yes. Mac, you and Ace stick to the shadows and make your way along those hangars. See if you can't sniff us out a ride. Something not too flashy, but ready to roll. Rendezvous is back at the checkpoint in 30 minutes. If we're not out by then, we're not coming. Right, Andy. Good luck. Well, McSweeney, any idea what's waiting for us in there? Couple of guards, some civilians, some slave workers. 
If we can get past the main door to the lower levels, we should be all right. Unless the actual Friedrich von Schlitz is already here. Ah, an optimist. Let's go. And remember, you Nazi scientist flunkies about three levels above the SS on the scumbag scale. Roger that. Does anyone else hate this plan? This qualifies as a plan? Hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Get on your feet, you overstuffed worm. What? How dare you address the director in such a manner? Hey, professor, my apologies. I did not recognize I you. I sincerely hope not. Do you know what the director does to those who speak to him with such disrespect? I apologize, gentlemen. It is quite late, and you are in civilian dress. What is your name? Hirsch, sir. Professor von Schlitz, I really do apologize. Hope you can forgive me, sir. Do you wish me to write this man up, Professor? Now. We have no time for this foolishness. Come. Thank you, Herr Director. It will not happen again, I promise you. Which way am I supposed to be going? Red door, end of the hole. What if it's locked? Snap your fingers at no one in particular. Now. Herr Director. Thank you. That will be all. You are a nervy son of a... The way you chewed him out. Everybody in the place was afraid to even look at us. Do you have a big bad voice, or were you in their brains? I'd rather not talk about it. If I think about it too much, these things tend not to work. What things? Exactly. Hey, this looks like a map of the complex. Good. Right. These tunnels along here, these are where the planes are built. They can't be wide enough. Maybe an inch or two on either side from the ends of each wing. Madness. Come on, down here. Captain, wait. We can't wait, big fella. We got us a date with destiny. Don't get romantic. Maybe it's just your aftershave. If we burst into that underground assembly line, we might just do enough damage to stop it. But not permanently. Soldier boy, the planes this factory is churning out are unlike anything I've ever seen. They fly all night, they see in the dark, they turn on a dime, and they spew hot death at anything that gets in their way. If Hitler owns the skies, that's it. Game over. Which is why we have to do more than just go down swinging, McSweeney. What did you have in mind, Lieutenant? That map showed a large antechamber just off the main assembly lines. Bigger than anything else down here. So what? So if space is such an issue down here, what merits the biggest room of all? Something shiny and pretty. Let's find out, shall we? This way. Dingo's kidneys. What is it? I have no idea. Look, I don't see anyone. Just machines. Come on. This place gives me the creeps. Whatever goes on in here, it looks like it's totally automated. Not totally. Look. A man. Connected right into those controls. I don't think this is exactly a man anymore. This... This thing is wired right into his brain. The whole room. All of the commands are coming, feeding right from this point. I know this man. What? I, I know this man. I'm trying to... Bennett. Marcus Bennett. Marcus Bennett? Captain Clockwork? What are you talking about? I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Captain Clockwork. He's... He was a supervillain, one of the worst. His mechanical monsters tore Toronto apart more than once. He must have been captured like the others. 
but it looks like von Schlitz found something more useful for him to do than fight in that Colosseum. You're mad, Parker. This is Marcus Bennett. He's one of the city's wealthiest men. He has nothing to do with any mechanical men. He is hung up by the cerebellum in a Nazi robot factory, so I'm going to give this to the captain on points. Holy cats, I think he's waking up. No, not you. Not again. What the heck? What more can you take from me? McSweeney, your face. Change it back before he brings the whole place down on us. Right. I... I must be mad. I thought... I thought you were... Wait. Fenwick? August Fenwick? Hello, old friend. Keep still. I must be mad. You're... You're here to rescue me? In spite of all that I've done? Just keep still. We have to figure out what they've done to you. Von Schlitz tried for ages to make me give up my secrets. Finally, learned how to wire directly into my brain, bypass my will and consciousness, and force me to become his factory, to bring his planes to life myself, to create mechanical life that does nothing but kill. They're masterpieces of death, and I'm powerless to stop them. We can stop them, just... Give me a moment. This is why the Nazis only have one factory making robot planes. Because this Captain Clockwork is the factory. I can hear them. Every single one of them in my mind. Soaring through the air at terrible speed. Bringing sweet death that I could never know. Bennett. Do you mean that? The automaton minds within the planes. You can still sense them. Yes. Lieutenant? Of course. Clockwork's mind must have imprinted on each of his creations in turn, and the psychic energy is funneled back to him by von Schlitz's machine. These psionic feedback coils would act just like an antenna, linking the machines to their father wherever they went in the world. Fenwick, do you understand a word he's saying? Fenwick, I always took you for a fool. This is how... this is how you foiled me when I kidnapped you. When you what? You... you can only be... Oh, you fiend. I should have seen. (laughs) This is checkmate, then. The end. He's passed out. It's a wonder he was ever awake with all this junk in his head. What did he mean? Kidnapped. But, Lieutenant, try and see out of the corner of your eye. If this machine acts as an antenna, if clockwork could hear the planes, would it work both ways? Could we use this to send a signal? A command that would destroy them? I could... I could set up a feedback signal. It would burn out the minds of each of the unmanned planes. Do it. But it would kill Bennett. Probably blow up half of this equipment. Even better. Do it. It's murder. It's war. And whoever he was, this man hasn't been Marcus Bennett in a long time. He doesn't even have a skullcap for Pete's sake. Set up the signal, and we'll make tracks before this whole place comes down. Use the confusion as cover while we get the team in the air. It's our only way out. And his, too. But, sir... That's an order, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. How are we doing up here? In the air, 20 minutes, with no sign of pursuit. This bucket won't take us far, but it'll get me to my next job. I thought we were going back to England. I never promised that, mate. 
We'd never make it anyhow. I can get you boys as far as occupied France and get you a connection with the Resistance. The rest is up to you. Allied Command might arrange to get you out. My guess is they'll like having Parker's Rangers to kick around for a while. Swell. That was a pretty nice fireball back at Tempelhof. Sure hope your boy did a job back there. If he says he did, he did it. Sure of that, are you? He's got some skills, but he seems a bit... damaged. He'll be fine. Listen, Parker, I know who your boys think he is. He might even be starting to believe it himself. So? So, whoever he is, or was, he isn't the Red Panda. What? I've met the Red Panda. A couple of times. Last time was about six weeks ago, in Toronto, on a case. He's working for your government, but he's strictly home front. What? Like I say, up to you what you think, and who you tell. But I reckoned you ought to know. Not sure if I ought to tell him or not. He's asleep back there. First time in days, and probably last time for a while. Let him sleep. Well, hello, stranger. Squirrel. I... I seem to be having the most astonishing... Was it a dream? Ah, that. What? He remembers a little more about you, so you know a little more about him. What are you talking about? I think you almost know. Try looking at it from the corner of your eye. From the corner of... You didn't do a very good job of this, sweetie. In your defense, you were being tortured by the Gestapo at the time, and in kind of a hurry. Squirrel, what in blazes are you talking about? You knew you couldn't hold out forever. So you hid your secrets the only way you could. You used self-hypnosis and split the Red Panda and August Fenwick in two. As neat as you could manage. Which wasn't very. I've been sneaking him information on the side to keep him alive. Keep him alive? Since we only exist in his messed up head right now, yeah. I thought it might be a good idea. Apparently, I'm the part of you that can put both parts back together again. So why don't you? I don't have the key. And why do you look like her? Because she's the key. What does that mean? I have no idea. Did I mention you set this up in kind of a hurry? But I look like it, and I sound like it. You can come by and see me whenever you can convince Gus to go to sleep, which he seems reluctant to do. Squirrel, I don't really understand anything you're saying. I know, I know. But I can't explain it now. You're gonna have to wake up, Sweet Pea. Why? Because the airplane you're on is crashing. Squirrel? Squirrel! And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, Episode 80, Murder from the Skies, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of A.J. Haygarth, Craig... 
Gregory Zed Cook, Brian Vaughn, Stephen Burley, Kevin Robinson, Christopher Mott, Hans Messerschmidt, Clarissa Dunederlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch... I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchford. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? (laughs) Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney Attorney at at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, corona. Bye, corona. Don't get no closer, huh? It, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo! Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Fly Corona! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!